0: Welcome to Chamber Chat, the business solutions podcast designed to help your company thrive. I'm your host, Charles Stanis. Today's episode is all about customer experience. Our customers have more power than ever. They have more access to competitors, a greater ease of switching, and more influence through social media and online reviews. That's why the best marketing money can buy is a customer who will promote your business. hello everyone and welcome to another episode of chamber chat today i'm joined with gary Tomsick, the chief experience
1: officer from nch healthcare system welcome gary welcome uh, thank you for allowing me the opportunity to spend some time with you today
0: absolutely so i'm really excited about our topic today um, customer experience and i've actually got some really interesting statistics that i wanted to kind of throw out there um, and kind of get us started with so a company that you might have heard of right up the street here gartner predicts that 89% of businesses are expected to compete mainly on customer experience. And, you know, I thought that was a really interesting statistic, especially in this day and age where you know, industry trade secrets and technology has kind of um, leveled the playing field. And basically what that's saying is you know, customer experience is really becoming the uh, differentiator for you know, other businesses. Um, And another quick stat here from uh, Zendesk. They say that 95% of customers tell others about a bad experience and 87% share good experiences, you know, especially in this day and age with, uh, you know, social media. Um, You know, everyone's, you know, letting people know how their experience was. Um, You know, I think uh, those, those stats are, you know, they speak for it, right? You know, they're basically saying, hey, you know, uh, no longer do the companies have control. You know, it's the customers that really have control because they're able to dictate, you know, where they're spending their money, where they're spending their time. Um, And, you know, I thought those are just really interesting statistics that, you know, once you step back and take a look at, you realize how important, you know, uh, uh, the customer experience is for a business. No matter what industry, no matter, you know, if you're a small company, if you're a large company, if you have one employee, if you have, you know, a thousand employees, it's basically saying, hey, you know customer service and customer experience should be your number one priority so what are your what are your thoughts
1: on that so uh charles uh, first of all i agree with the statistics uh if you take a look just at, at the nch healthcare system the role that i'm in was specifically hired to ensure that we had a, a strategic focus on the customer experience and you see that more and more across the industry as as the uh, information unfolds related to what other organizations are doing Well, what i like to start with, though, is what is a customer experience? I think that'll help kind of ground us as we have this discussion. Yeah, absolutely. So if you look at Wikipedia, uh, they define a customer experience as a product of an interaction between an organization and a customer over the duration of their relationship. And they make the interaction as composed of three parts. First, it's the customer journey. The second is the brand touch points that the customer interacts with. And third, the environment, the customer experience during the experience. So if you think about that, a good customer experience means that all the individual experience during all points of contact, are they meeting that individual's expectation? The challenge that we have, though, around this definition and in, in, in dealing with the customer experience is to understand that it, is a, it doesn't have a, an end point. Right. It has a starting point. Yeah. The starting point is the first time that they have an interaction with someone about that. It could be on the telephone. It could be the first time they walked into your lobby. It could
0: be on their website when they're, you know, live chat support
1: nowadays. You're absolutely absolutely right. And one of the things that um, those of us have been doing this, I've been doing this type of research and working with organizations for over 35 years. What we have found is that a customer experience... Um, is really driven on the fact that they will come to purchase a product or service, but, and there's expe- expectation related to an outlay maybe of cash or whatever it may be to buy that, but they don't evaluate you on the product. They evaluate you on everything around that. Right. Um, for example, in um, uh, a recent experience for me was uh, uh, Lexus. We wanted to purchase a Lexus. My wife and I, that's a car that we did a lot of research and we chose to purchase a Lexus. We knew we wanted to buy that Lexus. In fact, it was from a local dealership here, uh, right up the road uh, from where the chamber is located. And we walked in that dealership. It, from the moment we walked in, the um, receptionist there stood, uh, came out from behind her counter and started talking to us why we are here and just kind of began to offer us something to drink as well as a snack. And just uh, oriented us to the, to the location, got us comfortable, and uh, and then before we even connected to a sales consultant, really interesting is she just spent time with us, and talked to us um, about the service here, about the people there, and how she likes working there, and it made it us makes even you feel more comfortable. You're exact yeah. exactly right. By the time we spoke to the sales consultant uh, about the vehicle we we're interested in. It wasn't as much about the vehicle, it was about being part of the Lexus family and being able, what that means and how important you are as a customer, how we will treat you. Building that trust. You're exactly right. So even before we put our hands on a Lexus vehicle that we were interested in or even what model, we had already had an orientation to what it is to be a customer and how you should be treated at a Lexus dealership. Obviously we bought the Lexus, okay, but as we've talked to people about the Lexus, we don't talk about the Lexus, we talk about the Lexus dealership. They stayed in touch with us, they send us birthday cards, they reach out on occasion just to see how we're doing, if there's anything we can do to, you know, to make your experience better as far as service and that. And so what I've found with them is that I've become a lifelong customer right. of Lexus. and. If you think about that and translate that to what we we're talking about today, um, Charles, I, I really believe that the organizations that are going to be successful in this treat you similar to what Lexus is. It's all the sum of all the parts around the product, right. not just the product. And it itself. doesn't end,
0: like you said. No. You know, just because um, you left the showroom and you purchased, that relationship continued.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, you're, you're. And exactly. I think that's
0: really important because I think a lot of businesses they forget that. You know that that um to continue to grow that relationship to foster that relationship to continue to build that trust like you said i think that's really important
1: yeah and 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 businesses are different for instance here in healthcare, um you know you you still want to build loyalty now the reason people come in health here because it may be an emergent need but they still have an opportunity there to make choices and so we want to ensure that as we as they have that experience there that we build loyalty, so whether it's them, a loved one, or a friend, or whoever it may be, they would recommend our facilities for their healthcare to them.
0: Right. So, you know, when we talk about customer experience and why it matters, I mean, you hit the nail on the head there, right? You know, loyalty, Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, uh, promoting whatever industry, whatever service it is that you've experienced, you know, whether it's healthcare in your case, you know, the the, uh, Lexus, the automobile, Um, You know, you refer it to your friends, you let people know, you say, hey, this was great. You know, you should check this out. And I think, you know, in my opinion, when we talk about why it matters, to me, that's the biggest thing. You know, you let your loyal customers um, market and, you know, be your salespeople for themselves. It's really organic. Um, You know, nowadays when people go and they buy something, what do they do? They look at reviews, they talk to their friends, they say, hey, have you done this? How is that? And I mean, I think that's how it kind of comes all back to
1: having a good customer experience. And Charles, your your, your comments are spot are spot on. I did a little research for, to prepare for our conversation, and so I'd like to share you a few statistics Absolutely. that I think will reinforce that point. You know, Lee Resources tells us when customers are unhappy, there's a 91% chance they won't do business with you again.
0: That's a pretty big number.
1: Yes, and the White House Office of Consumer Affairs did a really neat study, and dissatisfied customers will typically tell nine, to 15 people about their experience, or some even tell 20 or more. So the, so in essence, the good experience or the great experience aren't gonna be talked about as much as a right. negative. In fact, a negative customer experience is a reason 86% of consumers will quit doing business with the company according to a research done by the Consumer Impact Report.
0: And I think it's really easy nowadays to vent on social media, on the internet, to say, hey, you know, I had this bad experience with X, Y, and Z company. They tell all their friends, you know, their friends tell their friends. And before you know it, something as simple that could have taken three to five minutes to fix, it's blown up and it's become a huge issue for a company.
1: Yeah. And I'd like to give you just one more data points yeah. uh, around that. So it takes roughly 40, 40 positive customer experiences to undo the damage of a single negative review. That ratio is is derived from a combination of, you know, human behavior, math, and logic, and here how it has put together. A a customer who has a negative experience is highly likely to share that experience by leaving a bad review. A customer who has a positive experience, on the other hand, is unlikely to leave a good review. So an experience only one in ten happy customer will leave you that good review. So your company or product rating typically out of five stars reflects an overall average of good and bad reviews. So if your goal is to maintain an overall rating 4 stars, you need 4 5 star reviews to make up for every uh, 1 star review. So assuming that only 1 of every 10 happy customers leaves a positive 5 star review and knowing it takes 4 5 stars to make four for each 1 star you can figure it takes 40 positive customer experience to make up for a single review. Which leads to why many organizations Um, who are very successful in having a great customer experience have a really um, um, detailed process by how they monitor the customer during their experience and when there are breakdowns and they refer to a service recovery we take care of those during their visit so when they leave it
0: doesn't manifest into a bigger problem that's exactly right Yeah. so we talk about customer experience, and we're, we're starting to kind of touch the points here. Um, how do you make a great customer experience? You know, what, where, where do you start?
1: So, first of all, uh, from a customer experience, you have, from, our, from my experience, you have to start in two places. You have to first look at, you have to understand your external and your internal customers. And you say, well, what do you mean by internal customers? Those that are delivering the experience are your internal customers. And so you're not gonna be able to uh, deliver an excellent customer experience with having, without your workforce being engaged, without them buying into the direction you're going, without them having ownership right. of the...
0: Your mission statement, the why, the bigger picture.
1: The bigger picture. Uh, because then if it, di- if it doesn't, it becomes a task. And when you have a task that you're doing, you don't get that consistency that you get when you have that engaged engagement. So first of all, I just want to make sure that we love the level playing set organization are striving to a customer experience. You also make sure that you're taking care of your internal customer with your employee. But this focus right now is more on the the external. So let me give you a, 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 a couple examples of how do you ensure that it's a great customer experience. First of all, it needs to be um, you need to uh, understand your customer. Oh yeah. Okay. And uh, you know, a lot of organizations spend the time where they will um, they will do focus groups. They will interview their customers to understand what is their expectations, because you have to have an expectation of that visit or of that experience or that personal experience to understand the customer. And many organizations then drive to a wow experience, but they take that baseline information, Charles, to understand how the experience and what, what it should make up and then they put parameters around it to wow the customer doing that. Very similar to that to the information I gave you on my visit to Lexus. I could have simply walked in there and bought a Lexus, I was already set to do that. Right. Okay. But what gave me the wow experience is everything they did to ensure that I understood this is more than buying a vehicle this is a purchase, it's a very big purchase, but you're now part of their family and we're gonna take care of you yeah. during that. And um, my wife's comment during that was, you know, it was the first time we have bought in several cars over the years that she really didn't feel pressured and she really walked out of there feeling good about, boy, this I'm pretty excited, I got a great vehicle, but i also been part of this experience that I'm gonna to talk to others about. Yeah, yeah, and then in turn, she becomes a
0: a um, you know, loyal customer, she becomes a promoter of whatever that brand is. And you know, that, that how it kind of comes all full circle. Um, you know, one of the things I really like about um, nowadays is there's so much technology out there that kind of helps with that. Mm-hmm. There's so much data gathering that you can do to analyze your audience, to see you know, hey, who they are, what they need, and really how you can um, you know, personalize what it is that you do directly to them and I think that's awesome I think there's a lot of opportunity out there um, especially like I said in the technology field that makes it easier um, and I think people have become almost accustomed to that you know they're so accustomed to you know getting that personalized experience they're so accustomed to um, you know with technology out there to have you know instant gratification and instant response times and instant um, experiences that I think you know that's where the challenge is right so you have to make sure that you know you're you're you are you are at the top of your game because like we said if you're not they're going somewhere else.
1: Yes and and, and you kind of hit the nail on the head Charles related to a customer experience so one of the one of the challenges in a customer experience is that today's wows are tomorrow's expectation so if you know let me give the I'll go back to the Lexus example okay and that, that wowed us but if I came back there tomorrow and bought the car my expectations is exactly what they did. Right. So, what are they going to do to wow me? Okay. Because they my set ex- the
0: bar really high. They
1: set that bar really yeah. high. So, the challenge in, how, in whether it's healthcare, retail, or, the, or whatever business that you have, is that when you do a baseline understanding of your customer and you drive expectations to wow them, that gets you to a point today. But tomorrow, you're going to have to up your game. Right. You're going to have to do other things to ensure that you build that loyalty. Because if not, they'll leave with, they'll be satisfied, but you haven't wound them. And if you go back to the numbers, you want those individuals that will wow you, will give you those five-star ratings or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. So the, the, this continuous loop of understanding, gathering feedback uh, on your customers. Now many organizations survey their customers. But unfortunately, that survey is post-visit. Right. So by the time you get that, I mean, it helps you understand. It helps you understand the opportunities, and maybe help you you fine-tune your your service delivery. But the organizations that excel in this are doing surveys through the uh, visit. You have people observations. Many organizations have people out there just mingling with their customers, understanding what's working, not working, at time. Some are doing feedback. They're going through why the person is, is, whether they're shopping or that, just to understand how we are doing, gathering information, if things need to change. They'll change course right at at that point. Right. Um, The organizations though that relying on the post feedback are the ones that are challenged the most with exceeding the customer because it's always downstream Mm -hmm. and coming back. So now that, but that is good to have that downstream feedback because you can benchmark yourself against other performers and that. But the organizations, though, that really uh, have um, uh, blazed a trail in, in the field of customer service are the ones that are doing it real time. So, what are some
0: other things that companies can do to, and you touched about, you know, observing and, you know, changing course. What are some other things that, you know, you've experienced that? companies can do for that during visit survey.
1: And, and, and so what you'll see in organizations, they put in, uh, people in different roles, you know, much like that person that I met at the Lexus dealership that came out from behind and basically became uh, kind of that spokesperson and carried us through the different steps. You'll see in organizations where people are using uh, individuals like a concierge role, or a first impression role, or a customer agent. right? And so as you enter into the purchasing, or into that business, you basically have someone there with you during that. Not from an anta- not to antagonize, but to be there to ensure that you get through the, the, the whether it's a purchasing decision, or you get through uh, being able to see the, the opportunities that an organization has, but they'll put people up front with you to kind of do your your steps. They all, what you also will find out in, in, in many of the organizations that have really, you know, hit a home run, is they try to personalize it. Yes. And that personalization is, is important. Those individuals that are looking and, and spending that time with you, they're there to ensure that they understand you, what you want, and maybe talk about your, your 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 loved one, or maybe talk about the your small dog, and the small yeah. things, and they'll key on that. You know, one of the things that uh, uh, you'll see uh, sometimes in the healthcare arena is that we have individuals coming up to the to the patient's room, and they you know they build a relationship with the patients, asking about how we're doing certain aspects of the care, but. Before we go into that, we build a relationship with them. Here's a very good example. We had a patient uh, in one of our healthcare systems um, that in one of the locations that wasn't doing well related to just feeling good about herself. And uh, as we dug a little bit deeper, as a person was rounding, interacting with her, they found out that that person really misses Mr. Mr. Dog. She's by herself, she's a single uh, widowed and really missed her dog. Well, because um, the dog wasn't a service dog, we couldn't do that. But we, we reached out, we got pictures of her dog. Okay, and we brought those pictures, we framed those pictures of her dog and put it in her room. That's okay? awesome. Now, she was thrilled. Yeah. Okay, we would never have been able to do that and make that difference with that person if we wouldn't have spent the time to get to know our customer. Okay, one other example, we had a, a um, and I can give you countless of those, but here's a, another example I think you'll find. There was a, uh, a patient that had been, in the, or been in, uh, hospitalized for quite a long period of time and the staff recognized that she just didn't seem to be the same and uh, so as we had that interaction with her and talked about that, you know, she said she was a dancer and she said and she just loved to dance and she didn't feel because of her health She'd be able to dance, to but dance she, anymore. Yeah. To dance anymore, but she missed that. So we went and got pictures of dancers, okay? And we found an employee that had a, um, was uh, basically a dance past, professional dancer. Yeah. And that person sat down and met with her and brought her these pictures, okay? And we put those pictures in her room and her spirits, you know, just lifted. And so anything that you can do, we can do uh, in our businesses to not only ins- understand what they're here to purchase, but personalize, those are gonna be those wow moments where you build that loyalty.
0: Yeah, and those are gonna be the loyal customers that keep on coming back.
1: Yes, and they'll tell everybody about it. I can, I can assure you that when that person left, they're gonna say, you know, they brought pictures of our, my dog, they made pictures of my dog and put it in my room. Yeah, Or that person would say, you know, they brought a dancer, a professional dancer, and we just had a great conversation. And they'll talk about that. They're not going to talk about the care they received. Right. They're going to talk about the experience. The experience. Yeah. And there you go. That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: So one of the things that I know um, we didn't really talk too much on is how to make sure that your customer experience, whether whatever industry that you're in, um, is up to par with what people are used to. Right? So I know one of the things, you know, I'll use healthcare, for example, it's really competitive in Southwest Florida, is, you know, really knowing what your competitors are doing, right? Give you that edge. Um, So talk a little bit about that, how you guys have adapted or changed anything, or, you know, you've listened to your customers and they said, well, you know, I got X, Y, and Z here, you know, they expect that now at you guys as well, right? So...
1: So uh, you you bring up a very good point, and this this applies for uh, uh, Charles for a, for any any organization or business. Uh, m- most everyone has competitors, yeah. okay, and uh, we have a lot of competitors uh, here in, in in Southwest Florida, and we all ascribe to the same um, you know method of delivery of healthcare. But what's the difference is what we do in between. So how we measure our effectiveness and comparatives is we use national research, okay? And there's research companies that will give you information related to whether it's by region, whether it's by, um, you know, location. You know, many times you don't get your information to the next competitor, but you'll be able to get standardized data and know how you are comparing related to that. So, for instance, here, at uh, we, we can compare ourselves to uh, hospitals in the Southwest Florida and how we compare to that. And so our our aspiration is to drive our experience so we are better than those, okay? And what we focus in on, Charles, um, is that loyalty. Uh, When we look at our data, we focus in on what we call the top box. Your top box is the, the highest possible results that a consumer can give you out of your question scale. And so when you focus in on that highest, highest possible result, and i give you an example, we use a scale, um, it's not a satisfaction scale, it's a frequency scale for a behavior, and it goes, never, sometimes, usually, always. We focus on that percent always, yeah, and, 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 and strive to keep on improving that because that percent o- always, is what determines your loyalty. And most organizations are doing that. So uh, I would recommend that any organization when they do their, when they do their research and comparative research, rather than just taking a mean score with the sum of all the parts, go to the right of that equation and focus in on that, what is your loyalty. Now some organizations use a question that understands loyalty like I would recommend.
0: Would you come back? Would you come back? Sort of would you
1: refer us to others, okay? And, and, and I think that is great, but the question itself doesn't de- doesn't determine loyalty. It's what's in the responses. And so you have to unbundle the question, look at your responses, and as you think about improvement, drive that number. So 70% today say that they said always they would recommend you. Organizations that, 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 that really have a hand on customer service will say we're at 70%. Today, we want to grow at the 72%, we want to go at the 73%, we'll go at that 74%. And you can use whatever number you have. The best organizations, they may be at 98%. They're going to say, How do we get to 98.2? How do we get, right. to, How we 90, get to 99, How do 99.3? Yes. Yeah. And so the beauty is that m- most every organization that I've had the privilege to work with uh, has data have comparative data, have that information, you know, downstream of how the customer views it. My, I, my challenge to those organ, to any organization is using that information, though, to understand where you're at from a loyalty perspective and what are you doing to drive that loyalty and get better and better.
0: Yeah. That. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so for, for companies that are a little bit smaller and maybe they don't have access or maybe there isn't a, you know, uh, expansive data pool that they can, you know, research and pull data from, Mm -hmm. you know, what are some other small things that, you know, maybe a staff of two or three could do to um, start to measure their customer experience to see how they can actually improve it?
1: So I I would start at a couple places. Uh, First of all, um, you don't have to have comparative data to understand how your customer views us, you could have your own way of gathering that information from a simple uh, research tool that you use, or maybe it's you know customer feedback. Many organizations use focus groups, Charles, um, and uh, and that is of customer of people who have been a customer. Some use focus groups of people who have not chosen them as a customer to begin to understand why, and they begin to pull that information together. But you don't need to have a a robust um, measurement um, and use a robust measurement company to benchmark. You can benchmark internally against yourself and to understand through the customer experience how you are performing. So what I mean by that is many base it on the outcome. You know, would you recommend and that. However, there are some organizations that we can, that I would encourage them to measure the front end process. How did we do in our first interaction with you? How was your web? Okay, was I able to navigate and Brand. get that information there and use that and 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 build on that in the middle of the experience? Tell me about the interaction with whoever it may be and how was that? Did you get the information you need? How do we do with the tail end? Are we staying? You know, how how are we stayed in touch with you? So if you break apart that experience, you measure the components of that experience. You go below that and then you drive that. So I may not have comparative to other businesses, but I have my own. And you'll begin to see pieces that you can really work on to make it stronger and build systems around that.
0: Yeah. So one of the things I really I really like that you mentioned, we didn't talk too much about it yet, was your non-consumers. You know, paying attention to them. Why are they your Mm non-consumers? There's a reason, right? whether it's product or whether it's service. And you know, you brought it up, kind of elaborate a little bit
1: on that. So uh, what you will see is that uh, there, all of us have reasons for us, whether it's purchasing uh, an item or utilizing a particular service, there's reasons we have chosen to go to that one instead of us, okay? And so what we encourage you to do is begin to understand why those decisions are being made to go uh, away from your organization. And simply have a a breakfast or simply have a lunch. People will come and share with you. Um, Many organizations use volunteers uh, in the community to help them with that piece. Because the volunteers uh, tend to have a a lot more opportunities in their own network to begin, and they hear a lot, okay and they're more than willing. um, And many of these volunteers, and in in, in particular here in our area, have a lot of knowledge. They've run successful businesses. They've been very successful entrepreneurs, whatever it may be. Utilize them to begin to help you understand a little bit more about your organization. And, and And I'm not saying volunteers is the only aspect, um, but uh, you will find that through networking, uh, going to events, um, and just by listening, you'll begin to pick up you know, reasons why. And the other thing that many organizations do, they, um, they do secret shopping. Yeah. Okay. And I'm a big advocate of secret shopping um, in that what secret shopping is is basically having someone go through your Sister, experience and experience yeah. that and it could be simple and you know I really can't let's say secret shop many people coming in to have a an operation but what I can't have them secret shop is by by making calls to uh, maybe some of our clinics or making um, you know phone calls to the operator and trying to get information or going up to a, a unit or whatever it may be and seeing how the interaction was did I get that you know, that, that eye contact, where did they come out and greet me, did they create that wow experience? Yeah. So we challenge one another with that, everything that we can do. Go on your web, have a secret shopper go on your web and try to see how many clicks do they have to go through to get to where they whatever it want. is. Right. And so you have a baseline then and, and they come back and give you that. And so it's, let's say it's taking you 15 clicks, what can you do to get it to five clicks? Right. The other thing that, uh, just along the website, we've done some research over the years around the customer experience, and what you're seeing now in the industry is a shift in the website. When I used to go to websites before, what you had found, it's about the company. Okay, it's all the things that we offer, it's all the gadgets, it's all the things that we have. What you're finding more now in those websites that, that are getting the best reviews, it's about the customer. yeah. What are they coming to you for? Tailoring your website around the needs of the customer. What's the problem Not, you're yes. solving? Yep. What's the problem is you're looking at, you know, many websites now, you have a pull down menu that will give you different languages, okay? Yeah. Because um, maybe here, having Spanish or maybe um, Korean, whatever it may be, may be advantageous, yeah. okay? You're also finding that you're making it easy for the person to get at the information. One of the challenges that we have in healthcare is paying our bill, okay? The bills sometimes are confusing. Most of the times they are confusing. Right. And so, so how do you make that better? Well, they, they'll come to your website and they're looking for information how to pay that bill. So that should be resonated at the top of my menu. Not at, have to have Not them drill through. You don't want them
0: to have them search for it. That's exactly
1: yeah. right. And so we encourage, and and I would encourage any organization to take just a good hard look at your web uh, page and make sure it's front facing to the customer. They're coming to you. They can they can drill down and find it about your leadership. They can find it about your products and that. But what are they coming for? And you can do a search engine. You can find out what they're page they click on, and you design your website, focus on what they're there for, Awesome. and you'll see a lot better success. Awesome.
0: Well, you know, I know you guys opened up a uh, freestanding emergency department right here, you know, a couple blocks away from us. Um, how's that been going for you guys? I know you guys have been open there for about a year, I, I believe?
1: Yes, uh, we opened that up uh, last December, and uh, we're very proud of the, uh, of the care that we've been able to provide to this, you know, to the, uh, to, you know this community. Uh, been well received. Uh, the, uh, the experiences have been uh, amazing and, and, and here's why I say it's amazing. We use national, you know, a research company that gives us the information so I can take that experience there and compare it at a national level and we're in the 90th, 95th percentile of ED experiences nationally. But what does that mean to you or I? Probably not a lot. It means a lot to our staff to know that. But what it means to the, the uh, consumer is that when you have that opportunity in your, in your life where you need health care, you're going to get more than just taking care of the health care. You're going to get an experience where you're treated from the very first interaction, not just when you leave, but following up to ensure that we're making that phone call to make sure we're doing the things that uh, journey never ends it never ends yeah staying in touch with you building those relationships you know it's one of the things and i I, I challenge not challenge but i offer that to anybody uh across the uh you know collier county southwest florida to utilize you know we have two um freestanding emergency departments the one that we just opened here we have the one at the corner of collier and immokalee we have the only pediatric emergency department here, uh, locate our adult ED right there off of Immokalee, and We have two um, large acute care medical centers and, and a wealth of clinics. I don't want to sound too salesy, <laughs> but uh, I'd be a disservice without bringing forward uh, the uh, opportunity to just thank the amazing physicians, the amazing caregivers, uh, adults taking care of pediatrics. We've got a pediatric inpatient unit uh just uh in this community just having that privilege to take care of uh of everyone in southwest florida that that needs health care at that time in that moment it's it we just look for that it's it's uh it's a welcoming opportunity awesome and i'm proud of them charles awesome. really am
0: well thanks so much gary i you know i appreciate it um, i encourage anyone listening out there um, you know whether they work at a business or they own a business you know to take a really good hard look at their customer experience and you know see how they can improve it because you know as we learned here today i mean it's really the you know what's what's differentiating business it's really what's differentiating your services so thank you so much gary
1: and thank you charles and the, and the chamber for uh, all you do here in this community thanks so much for listening to this episode of chamber
0: chat don't forget to tune in next tuesday for a brand new episode you can find us on youtube apple podcasts spotify and all major podcast platforms don't forget to subscribe